microgreens for growers and consumers. Episode 3. How do you grow microgreens? Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Episode 3 of Vitality Farms Microgreens Podcast on how you want to grow your microgreens. I hope you guys are having a great day today. I wanted to talk to you about how we grow microgreens. Now, I can't tell you how to grow every single plant because one, it would take a long time. And two, I have to have some secrets, don't I? But what I can talk to you about today is I want to talk to you about how commonly microgreens are grown. So I'm going to talk about mostly the brassica family. Now your brassica family includes your arugula, includes your cabbage, it includes your mustard, your broccoli, cauliflower, kohlrabi, radish, um, peppergrass, kale, I think I said that, um, most of those types of plants. They all come from the brassica family. Um, they're actually commonly known as the mustard family. And there are 338 genera and more than 3,700 species of flowering plants distributed through the world in that species. Just thought I'd throw some trivia at you. They're also characterized by a four-petaled cross-shaped flower that features two long and two short stamens and produce pod-like fruit. Now... You've had your trivia for the day. So when you want to grow microgreens, uh, we talked about kind of what the supplies are that you're going to need. Um, I've also just finished a PDF book that's available for anybody interested. It's on our website at info at, vi- I mean, at vitalityfarmscompany.com. If you go to our website, um, it should be ready by this weekend. You can download a PDF. Um, You just put in your email address and then um, you get a book that goes into a lot of detail about how you can grow um, and start your own microgreen business if if that's what you're interested in. If not, if you just want to be like an everyday grower, as I've told you before, we do sell grow kits on our website as well um, at vitalityfarmscompany.com and you can find... All of our grow kits available for sale right there if you're interested. So now let's talk about growing microgreens. When you want to grow microgreens, you're going to need a container to grow them in, um, obviously. So typically, I'm going to describe basically a 5x5 setup, which implies a 1020 tray, which contains what I consider eight five by five subsections each of those subsections um we put a growing medium down so we actually grow all of our seeds with a bio straight felt so what i do when i want to grow my seeds depending on what kind of seeds they are again we're going to talk just about the barasca family some seeds do need to be soaked um the biggest amount of seeds that need to be soaked, if that's the way you want to term it, would be sunflower and pea shoots. Those seeds need to be soaked. So does popcorn or corn, um, beets, 
um, and several other of your seeds do need to soak. But a uh, word of caution, you can kill your seeds by letting them soak too long. So I recommend not doing that. But if you're going to take a simple radish seed or a salad mix seed, you're going to want to take out your 10 by 20 tray. You're going to want to put your BioStrate felt in the tray. Um, and that's just piece of felt going at the bottom you're going to want to get that felt wet from there you're going to want to measure out how many seeds you need now depending on what seed you have will determine how many grams of seeds that you need so you look at um let's just say we're going to use 60 grams of seed and we're just going to call it salad do a salad mix, which contains five different seeds, all pretty much in the brassica family. So what we do is we simply take our, sprinkle the seeds over the top of the mat. We take a little mist bottle or whatnot, and we spray the top of the seeds, making sure that they're all wet. Then what we want to do is, depending on what seed it is, you can weigh them down. So what we do is you take your 1020 tray, you've wet your seeds, you take another tray and you put it on top of those seeds. You put a little weight in there and from there you leave it uh, for a two day period. Then from there you look at it um, and you leave it uncovered. You miss the seedlings. You expose the growing container to light. Um, Preferably, you're going to want a light source that's directly above the container. And you can either use sunlight or artificial light is just fine. You're going to want to add water twice a day using four to five pumps of your mist bottle. And you can adjust always your water amount depending on the conditions. If your mat looks dry, you want to add more water. If it looks very wet and there's water underneath you want to add less water let it dry out you want to provide light on your microgreens for between 12 to 16 hours a day making sure that your crop is in a warm spot about 21 degrees celsius or 70 degrees fahrenheit and you want to do that for about two days so again you've covered your seed and let it sit for two days now you've let it sit under light for two days so now you're up to about day four. So now what are you going to do on day five? On day five, you want to add more water in different places in the crop. At this point, misting it with this bottle is not going to be enough. You're talking a large 10 by 20 tray. Usually I bottom water, which means I put water at the bottom of the tray and the plants take care of it from there. Um, you should want to use care... Um, not to bend the crop very much. So you want to keep your soil or your medium consistently damp. Um, as it grows, it drinks more water. So monitor your either soil or your biostrate or biofelt periodically. Um, continue to provide light for 12 to 16 hours. Microgreens are typically ready to harvest between day 7 and 10. So literally, what have you done? You've taken your seed, you've gotten a, a felt mat wet, or if you're using soil, 
you simply just get your soil wet, make it even, put your seeds on top, cover for two days, expose to light, mist for two days, add more water for the next three days, and guess what? Now you're at day seven. And you're ready to harvest. Can you believe that it literally was that easy to turn that in there? So what you want to do when you think about harvesting is you want to give your crop basically a haircut with scissors. You trim at the rim line of your growing container and you use care not to pull up the soil or the biostrate felt. If you need, you want to rinse your harvest and microgreens in very cold water. To dry them, you want to lay them on a paper towel and place them in the refrigerator to air dry. The cold temperature will prevent wilt. Now you've got your microgreens. You've pretty much just grown crops. That's how easy it is. I think I described that in hmm, less than 10 minutes. Again, there are a lot of different varieties of microgreens. If you're talking about peas and sunflowers, you have mold potentialities. You have um, soaking that needs to happen usually up to 12 hours ahead of time. There's also what we call in the microgreen world a dingy phase. Most microgreens will go through a dingy phase around day three and four where you look at the crop and you think it looks unhealthy and you don't think that it's going to pull through. This is normal. Just continue to provide the proper care for your crop and you're going to be shocked that the next day they're going to just pull right through. I can't tell you how many times I've I've looked at microgreens or I've uncovered them or I asked someone else to uncover them and put them under lights and they're like, well, this doesn't look like it's going to do anything here for you. And I said, put it under the lights, make sure there's water and walk away. And the next day I send them a picture and say, this is the crop that you thought didn't look good. It looks phenomenal. The other thing you need to be careful of with microgreens, again, you're talking about adding a lot of seed to a very small area. That's what microgreens are. That's why they differ a lot from, you know, one seed into one cucumber kind of mentality. You have to watch out for mold. Typically, with the brassica family, with the type of microgreens I just discussed, you're not going to notice mold. Um, a lot of times, what you will notice is that mold will appear on certain crops for sure a lot of times people think mold is root hair so when you plant your seeds they have root hairs obviously always look to see if it's mold or root hairs a lot of times um, micro root hairs appear white fuzzy but they limit themselves to the root so they are especially profoundly seen on radish and sunflowers Mold, as you know, is patchy and affects more than just the roots. So that's one of the key ways you can tell the difference. The other thing you'll notice sometimes is you'll have leggy greens. So sometimes your greens um, will just look really leggy, and that's just depending on how far away your light is from your greens. If you provide light on a side, for example, your greens are going to put more energy into the stem to catch that light. Um... And also, you want to look out for wilt. Um, wilting can be a sign of over or under in water. Um, you want to make sure that if you're using soil, that it is damp and not soggy. If you're using a biostrate bio felt, you want to make sure that it's wet, but not like completely saturated in water, whereas uh, the crop won't dry out. 
typically, and if you do forget to water them sometimes, um, like I have forgotten to water my microgreens once or twice, and I come in and they're bone dry, and the crop looks horrible. Depending on what crop it is, you can add water, leave it alone, come back the next day, and your crop will have just reperked itself right back up and be good to go. Um, I don't recommend doing that on purpose, but sometimes things in life happen. As we all know, nobody's perfect. Things can happen. So that's a general sense of how you'd want to grow microgreens. Um, again, that's just a rough outline. It's not very in-depth um, because, as you can imagine, teaching anyone how to grow something um, is kind of complicated. I do, however, happen to have a video on my Vitality Farms Company Facebook page. Um, it's a little video I made while trying to learn how to make videos on the computer of me growing peas. So it's just showing you the stages of what it takes to grow peas. Um, feel free to watch that. I'm also working on developing... Uh, I actually have cheat sheets, which are what I use. So each crop that I grow, I have created a cheat sheet. And that cheat sheet tells me what the temperature needs to be, what the humidity needs to be in my grow room, anything special, what's the maximum amount of seeds that I want per tray that's going to give me the best yield. Um, gives me a lot of different information that is very critical to growing seeds. This is why I'm working on developing a course so that people who really want to grow on a larger or commercial scale will have access to those resources so they don't have to spend months or years figuring it out on their own because it can be a little bit overwhelming and I can't tell you how many times I've seen people try to grow microgreens but don't really understand a lot of it and it becomes really overwhelming. So I'm working on getting those up and available um, so that people can download those onto PDFs and whatnot on my website. I'm not there yet. Keep hanging around. Next few weeks, I'm hoping to get there. Um, I have the majority of it done because I use it personally. Um, it's just trying to format it and figure out how to get it put onto a website and how to make it available for people to download if they need it. So that's where we're at today. Next time, I plan on talking about in depth about the actual different types of microgreens. So I kind of talked to you about the Parasca family and what that is. Um, but I want to talk about like the main core microgreens, um, the biggest sellers, the ones on the most demand, what they are about and what they taste like and different things. So I also want to give you some information about some exotic microgreens that I've had the pleasure of growing, which I really much, very much enjoyed. Um, so I just want to kind of give you guys continual different things. I also just like to talk to you about, well, whatever. So if you guys have a question about something you want me to talk about, um, feel free to shoot an email over to info at vitalityfarmscompany.com. I see those emails. I'll be happy to look at it and get you an answer. So again, I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. Hope you tune in next time. Have a great day.